Hello and welcome back to the Untouchables podcast. Caden, Caden, and Leo here. Today we will be doing our official round one draft recap. Uh, initial thoughts on the draft, Caden, Caden. Not the worst outcome, but I mean, some teams messed up, like the Raiders, per usual. Per usual, huh? Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I feel pretty happy with what my team did. And I feel like we're going to have a couple interesting conversations about your teams. But Hey, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I pray for Aaron Rodgers. That's all I'm going to say, okay? <laughs> yeah. May have passed on probably the second best, may end up being the first best quarterback in the draft. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but you get hey, an old MVP for a couple of years. So for like too. What was the reaction when Patrick Sertain was drafted by the Denver Broncos with Justin Fields still on the board? Okay, let me tell you, I honestly didn't believe it because uh, I had just left for football practice before the pick was announced, and I had saw it on Twitter. It was leaked on Twitter before it was like officially announced, you know, like the on TV. And I saw it, and I'm like, oh, this has to be a joke. This can't possibly be real. Let it be known, like two minutes later, uh, I get the official word that it's actually Patrick Sertain and I was really shocked because uh, Fields is my guy he's been my guy for a long time and uh it was kind of disappointing to me that we let him go but they at, but at the end of the day we're getting who, me personally I had Patrick Sertain bring the best quarterback cornerback in the draft uh and this was going back to like December and uh I know if you guys saw my snapshot story you can see that post was I posted that right after we had lost to the Raiders because that's originally who I first wanted. Because no, no, nowhere in my mind did I think Justin Fields would fall all the way to nine. But uh, it happened. I wish we would have took him. But at the end of the day, we're going to have one of the best, if not the best, secondaries in the NFL this year. So uh, can't really hate on that. Yeah, I mean, you got you got a great player. So it's like, it's not... It's not like you took yeah. Leatherwood like the Raiders. Yeah, did it's not. It's not like we like... reached or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like we're getting value at our pick. It's not who I wanted, but it's who the Broncos think will be the best fit and who can come in and make an impact. And so uh, I'm not getting paid the money they are. So I'm going to trust their judgment at the end of the day, and then we'll have to wait and see. And you screwed the Cowboys, so yes. Oh yeah, that, that is true. Makes it better. I made it priceless. I've I've talked to a lot of Cowboy fans and they really wanted him, so it does make me happy. And also, the Raiders taking Alex Leatherwood at seventeen really just improved my night. Yeah. I'm so the, well, the, let's let's run it through. Obviously, first pick, Trevor Lawrence. That was, was no, like no contest. Second pick, no contest. Although I don't know, if, like personally, I don't think he's a top five pick. I didn't watch a lot of his college career, but. I yeah, I don't know why related. Zach Wilson's stock rose so high. Yeah, out of nowhere. It was because of, of the one throw on his pro day. Like but even before day. that, before the yeah. pro day, it was like Jets yeah, are going to take Zach Wilson. I'm like, passing on Justin Fields to me, who's the the second best quarterback. It was mm-hmm. interesting. And I even think Trey Lance will be better than Zach Wilson personally. I think Trey Lance could either be. Well, like he has a high ceiling, but he could also be a bust really easily. 
Yeah, and I feel like yeah. Trey Lance is going to a great situation because he's with a great offensive-minded coach with Kyle Shanahan. He's got weapons around him. I mean, the 49ers' offense is stacked. Uh, they really, they're, the 49ers remind me of the Broncos. They're honestly just a QB away from being amazing. Like, that's what's holding like back. The Broncos, they took Jimmy their... G into a Super Bowl. Yeah, and that was with a full, Jimmy healthy roster. Sure. And the reason why they lost the Super Bowl, Emmanuel Sanders wide open, Jimmy G overthrew him three yards. That was such a bad throw. That that was that was the game winning throw. Yeah. So it's definitely interesting to me. Uh, Trey Lance is who I thought they would go. I didn't think they were dumb enough to go Mac Jones. That's why in my mock draft I had Trey Lance going there. I wish uh, they were dumb enough to go Mac Jones. Uh, if that would have happened, Mac Jones probably doesn't fall, to, or Trey Lance probably doesn't end up falling to the Patriots, and you guys probably end up without a quarterback. Yeah, you guys yeah, I mean, probably take like a day two quarterback or something, or, or you uh, trade back and then draft yeah. the fourth tight end off on the big board. I don't know. <laughs> Add to that tight end room that you guys keep adding to instead of getting a receiver. I mean, like, are you gonna run? Solid. Are you gonna run three tight end sets every play? No, yeah, get tight ends and then two. One okay tight end, and then Dalton King, who... Okay, so you have one good tight end. You have one injury-prone tight end, who at his best has been an above-average tight end. Yeah, I don't know why you're so high on him, honestly. On Hunter Henry. Like, he's he's, he's, he's shown he can be really good, but, like... And he's shown not... he can really get, like, one game each year. Yeah, That's a... yeah. There's been no consistency there at all. And then uh, the rookie tight end last year... The Devin Asi Asi and Don King were both awful. Except, I mean, Asi Asi finally got his first touchdown of the season, Week Seventeen. So, I was so excited when the Broncos passed on Justin Fields, thinking he could go to New England, and then the Bears made a good move for one. The Bears actually didn't throw away this draft. Yeah, you can't hate on the Bears for that one. That was actually a really yeah, decent pick. Heard him say um, Justin Fields, and I got sad. I'm like, I know what's happened now. Uh, also, let's keep recapping at five Bengals, or skip four. We, we skip four. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts to Atlanta, which I also predicted. Uh, if yeah. they don't trade Julio, that offense is going to be good. Offense is going to be good. Yeah. Their defense, it's going to be like a Cowboys situation. Amazing offense. Defense is going to get torched every game. They're going to get killed on defense. Probably not the best pick for them, but you can't really pass on a generational talent like Kyle Pitts, who's who's going to be like a like Travis Kelsey type player for player comparison. He's going to be really solid. Um, Matt Ryan getting towards the end of career. How long will he last? We'll see. Uh, people thought he may have drafted his replacement, uh, possibly Justin Fields, but Matt Ryan, Matty Ice is going to stay there, uh, probably for the duration of his contract, unless the Falcons do really bad next year, this year, and end up with a high draft pick again next year. But uh, in the tough division that they're in, it's very possible we see them draft in the top ten again next year. But uh, Falcons are looking interesting. Thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring this video. And let's talk about what the Bengals did at pick five, taking Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU. How do we feel about this? It's not a bad pick. I mean, I feel like they could have uh, could have gotten Sewell and boosted their O-line, but pairing them up with this college quarterback, it already got some chemistry there between the two. 
Yeah, I mean, if somehow Burrow can target him enough before getting absolutely crushed every snap, then it may work out. But I, I don't know. I would have taken Sewell if I were them. But. Yeah, I think uh, it was definitely a two-headed race between the two. And uh, Pene Sewell, who is a six foot six, three hundred twenty-five monster from Oregon, uh, he ended up going to the Lions. But I feel like he would have been a huge difference maker on that O line. Not just in the pass game, but opening up running lanes. Um, you know, having a balanced offense is essential in the league these days. So uh, he would have helped not only in the passing game, but been an uh, enforcer on that offensive line during the run game. But uh, Jamar Chase is going to make an explosive offense for the Bengals. He's going to pair up with T. Higgins, who they drafted in the first round last year, or in the second round last year. Uh, so Joe Burrow uh, should be happy he has being paired up with his college teammate. He's going to have weapons, but uh, at the end of the day, what are weapons when you don't have time to throw? Moving on to another quarterback who's getting paired with his college teammate. Jalen Waddle goes number six overall to the Miami Dolphins. How do we feel about this? I mean, the, Dol- the Dolphins are going to have a pretty scary offense next year if Tua is going to throw the ball. You know, it's, I mean, pretty simple. I mean, he didn't look the best last year, but... You can kind of figure it out. I mean, they got Gesicki at tight end, and you got Waddle and uh, Devontae Parker. They they have a pretty good offense to go with also, who should have won Defensive Player of the Year on defense. Yeah, I think the Dolphins, they've, I don't know, just like the Browns, they've done a very good job of taking a sorry, sorry team and turning it around in kind of a short space of time. But I don't know, I I think all three of us, knew they were going to take a wide receiver. And if Chase was still on the board, they probably would have gone him. But I feel like if Pitts was still on the board, yeah, be, that Pitts was the one happen. where they were eyeing. But yeah, but I don't fall. think Pitts. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect him to fall that far. I mean, I guess it was only two spots. But you know, good pick. And then speaking of that six foot six monster, Panay Sewell ended up dropping to 7th, which isn't terrible. Still top 10. Many people thought he would, wouldn't would make it out of the top 10. But he goes to Detroit, who uh, they got a world of problems over there in Detroit. They need all the help they can get. But, hey, why not start by boosting up your offensive line and having a uh, a Pro Bowl, all-pro type player? They need receivers, though. Lost yeah, but when you Marvin Jones. When you're in the type of rebuild they are, you need to, like, get the most, like, I don't even know. You need to build a good base. Yeah, and I feel like it's this. uh, Tackles are so hard to get. Good tackles in the league are so hard to find. Good wide receivers come each year in the NFL draft. Every year in the draft, there's two to three amazing wide receivers every year, no matter what. Uh, it's a very replaceable position. I mean, they come and go off teams all the time. So easy to find a good wide receiver. But look how many teams are still struggling with the tackle position in the NFL. Uh, it's one of the most essential positions, keeping your quarterback alive, protecting his blind spot. So I don't think it's a terrible pick at all. And, uh, I mean, they did gonna... what the Bengals wouldn't do. Yeah, and uh, that's a player who should be there for a long time unless he retires because he's sick and tired of losing. But, uh, yeah, good move by the Lions. Just, just pull like Calvin Johnson retired. And Barry Sanders. Yeah. 
All right, and uh, moving on to pick number eight, Carolina Panthers shocked a lot of people by getting J.C. Horn, quarterback. How do we feel about that? A little bit of a reach. I would have picked yeah. in uh, Caleb Farley or Sertain over him. Yeah, I uh, I definitely feel like they may, if they wanted to go, they could have probably traded back a couple spots and he still would have been available. Uh, we know for a fact the Broncos have wanted Sertain all along. At least that's what George Payton said. That was their guy that they were eyeing the whole draft. So I didn't have to really worry about JC going to the Broncos. Cowboys may have selected him possibly. So uh, that was an issue because there was a lot of rumors going around that Cowboys really high on JC Horn. His stock was rising. Uh, of course, we knew the Cowboys also wanted Patrick Sertain, so it's interesting to see. So I guess they wanted to take their guy before he got snatched up and didn't want to risk him being gone by trading back. So a little bit of a reach, not over-exaggerated, but uh, I guess the Panthers are all in on Sam Darnold. Which is something. Yeah, it's something, to say the least. But, uh, I mean, you got a, the defense wins championships, so build up that poor secondary, which was getting torched all year last year. And uh, let's talk about number nine, the Denver Broncos uh, go Patrick Sertain, which is someone who they've been eyeing, again, like I said, for the past months. Uh, definitely surprised people that they didn't go Justin Fields, who was available, could have just the needy quarterback position. But, hey, uh, what happened happened. Can't complain about it now. Got to move forward with, with Patrick Sertain, who's going to lock down whoever they throw at him, whatever wide receiver they're going to want him to target. A lot of nickel coverage from the Broncos is going to be coming this year. Uh, lots of cornerbacks on the field. He will get good playing time. He's going to get reps. He'll get in there, learn quick, learn fast, and uh, should be good for him. And yeah, the Broncos, they're going to need a good defense with uh, Drew Locke quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then at number 10, there was a trade with the Eagles and the Cowboys, correct? Mm-hmm. So Eagles trade up, and they take Heisman winner Devonta Smith. How do we feel about this? Good for Jalen Hurts. Good yeah. for Jalen Hurts? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to have weapons. Uh, Eagles have missed on the past like, two drafts with wide receivers. I mean, they passed on DK. They passed on Justin Jefferson. And look how good those players have turned out. So uh, I think they might have finally got it right with this one. Learn their lesson. Learn their lesson drafting uh, Jalen Rager and wasn't it like J.J. Arriga-Whiteside or someone? J.J. Ortega-Whiteside yeah. over DK. Yeah. yeah and then – uh, I don't know. Did you guys, did you guys see the video of the Vikings front office laughing at the Eagles? When they left, <laughs> yeah. When they yeah. left Justin Jefferson on the board. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was but uh, moving on, pick number eleven. Is that where the Bears traded up? Yeah, yeah. That's where the Bears traded up. Bears trade up, and they take Justin Fields, uh, which is, I think, the. Best move of the night for the Bears, which is so surprising because they've mm-hmm. continuously messed it up for years. But I think they might have actually done something right for the first times in their lives. So uh, good for the Bears. Perhaps they find the best quarterback to ever play for the Chicago Bears, and he hasn't even suited up yet. Yeah, I think that's the best move of the draft. Yeah. I agree. Um, I mean, I think – oh, no, I think um, – I mean, he's, he's in a bad situation right now. I mean, I don't know. Playoff team. It's like, I don't know. It's not a bad. At least situation. has a chance. It's not like yeah, a Darnold with uh, Jets thing. No. Maybe like, yeah, unfortunate. A Rob, Montgomery, Darnell Mooney. 
he has a chance defense. to yeah, yeah he has a chance to Mac, um, prove that the all the teams that passed on him like maybe the Broncos maybe made a mistake but perhaps again the Broncos got a good pick but. only time will tell uh speaking of teams uh Dallas Cowboys uh trading back and they select Micah Parsons linebacker from Penn State who I had ranked as my top linebacker coming into this draft how do you guys think about that He's a unit on defense. I mean, he's going to be good. The Cowboys were awful in defense last year. Needed, They wanted Sertain. He was gone. They thought he was the next best option. So, I think it was a good pick for them. Yeah, I don't like to admit it, but it's not like a downgrade at all for missing out on Sertain. I think maybe, I mean, I wouldn't call it an upgrade, but I watched a fair amount of Penn State games, and he's a beast, so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, looking at Mike Parsons, big physical player, going to get a lot of tackles. Uh, definitely fills a hole. Cornerback linebackers were big holes in the Cowboys defense last year. Uh, him and Leighton Vanderesh should work well pairing in the middle of that defense. But uh, Cowboys still got a lot of issues they need to fix. And one other thing I wanted to mention about Parsons is the character issues, which it's interesting because it seems like Jerry Jones loved those kind of character issue guys. Yeah. So, uh, wishing Parsons the best of luck in Dallas. Just hope that he never wins a playoff game. But uh, he could, he'd be a pro bowler. Yeah, he could be a great player, just don't win a playoff. Yeah, agreed. And then moving on to pick number 13. Who was selected 13? Help me out here, boys. Uh, Slater. Oh, yes, right? Yeah, Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern. He gets picked, and he's going to the Chargers, which is going to help uh, Justin Herbert out a lot. I mean, getting that getting that protection up front, along with the weapons they already have. Chargers know how to take care of a quarterback, because that's good. I think Rashawn is... Like 1A and 1B with Penny Sewell. Uh, they're both amazing players. Uh, big bodied up front. So uh, good for Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean, he was the rookie of the year last year. You were helping his own line. He already got weapons on offense. Just helps their case even more. Yeah, it's another good pick. You know, going through it now, there's like. It's a pretty solid draft from most teams, like yeah. excluding the Raiders and stuff. Like a lot of teams took probably the best player, like for their situation. But yeah, yeah um, overall, I, I think that was probably a solid pick from the Chargers. Really didn't need to mess that one up. But uh, yeah, looking good. Moving on to pick fourteen, the Jets take. Elijah Vera Tucker, O lineman from to take yeah, him. they took up, they traded up. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Uh, he plays like guard. Uh, interesting. I think he would have been available after pick, which surprises me Probably that they right. traded up for him. Maybe a little bit of a reach, but hey, uh, if that's a positional need and you want to protect your quarterback Zach Wilson, you got to do it somehow. Can't hate on it. Yeah. Maybe. They clearly wanted him, so went up and got him. I don't know what the package was, but yeah, I mean, they went and got him. So yeah, they got him. Uh, you know, they had Mackay Becton last year, so that offensive line's getting definitely 
beefed up a lot. Zach Wilson should have time to throw to nobody, but uh, hey, good for them. <laughs> they got a uh, what's his name? The yeah, never mind. Okay, I can't remember the receiver's <laughs> name. But... The tight end? No, the receiver. Who? Well, hold on. What receiver bench? What the hell are you in? Corey Davis. Yeah, okay. Yeah, moving, on. moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Yep. Number 15, the Patriots take Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama. Uh, is this possibly Tom Brady's successor? I mean, they had the cam experiment last year. Please. Resigned him. So, Mac Jones will probably take a few games to learn from cam. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him start this year, though. I mean, Belichick did come out and say, though, that as of now, Cam's still the starter. But he said he, he keeps throwing Jared Stidham into the conversation, which I don't know why. But he's like, <laughs> Stidham and uh, Jones, when they like have done their thing and we think there's a chance for a QB competition, we'll let it happen. It's like, Stidham shouldn't be in that conversation. I think Cam should start the season, see if he can do anything, have Mac Jones throw behind him a little bit, then get rid of Cam. Yeah. I mean, Cam's got one year, so you can see what you want to do afterwards, uh, see what you have in Mac Jones. got a lot of offseason, and he'll probably get a lot of playing time. I don't think the Patriots are in a win-now situation this year. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if they miss the playoffs. However, I think they're building for the future and not necessarily right now. I mean, Number... like I said in the chat before, I think in terms of Mac Jones, it's probably the best scenario for him. Like he comes in with no expectation, a good offensive system. and Yeah, he goes into an offensive so. system that's perfect for the type of quarterback he is. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's a good way to put it. Number 16, Arizona Cardinals take Zavin Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. This was an interesting pick to me. I was actually kind of surprised by it. Uh, I thought there were some better linebackers on the board, but hey, can't really hate. Uh, they're going to add another playmaker for their defense, you know. He's going to be able to come off the edge, uh, rush the passer. He can do a variety of things. Um, solid pick. Again, may have been a little bit of a reach, but if that's who they feel is the guy they want and need, you can't really call it a reach on their their hand. Yeah. yeah. And you can pay love on the Exactly. The best reach of the draft. Oh my god. With the best reach of the draft. The, up at 17. And leave it to the Las Vegas Raiders to take second round talent in the first round. Raiders take Alex Leatherwood, offensive lineman from Alabama. Reminiscent of the Cleveland Farrell pick. Yeah. Well done, Raiders. You did it. You won the draft. Uh, it mean, amazes me. He goes me. on to be an all-pro, then fair enough. But he I mean, yeah. It, so. <laughs> it amazes me how every year Raiders fans get so hyped for the draft, and every year they're disappointed. And it's just upstaged more and more every year. Like, it's getting worse. Yeah. It's supposed to get better. It's getting worse. So, uh, was it, what was it, last year? Right? No. Two years ago, who did they take? They took Damon Arnett. They took Cleveland Farrell and they took Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, one of those. Yeah, no, Jacobs. And Cleveland Josh Jacobs was a nice four overall pick. Yeah, that was absolutely insane. Uh, I don't know what in the world 
Raiders have been doing. But uh, keep doing it, Raiders. Yes, sir. John Gruden, executive of the year. That's what I'm talking about. Mike Mayock. Yes, sir. Uh, 18, Dolphins take Jalen Phillips' edge, which is, I think, a solid pick. A uh, very good player. He's going to come in and uh, move around, play fast football, physical football. Uh, edge position, you know, comes from Miami. You know, those Miami players, uh, their defensive players especially, always good. Uh, I like to pick for the Dolphins. The Dolphins are looking really good. And he's staying in Miami. Excuse me? He's gone from Miami to Miami. He doesn't got to get used yeah, to hot, exactly. humid weather. Yep. Stays stays in town, which is nice for him. And uh, what do you think, kid? Uh, honestly, I don't know much about him, but I mean, I watched a little highlight reel of him, and yeah, I mean, looks like another good pick, but I can't really talk a lot about him for sure. At number nineteen, Washington football team takes uh, Jamin Davis, linebacker from Kentucky. Which um, a lot of mock drafts had him being available in the second round. Uh, it surprises me that they didn't go JOK from Notre Dame, who is still available mm-hmm. as we speak. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. But uh, I think teams will regret passing on him. But uh, James, great, great player though, solid player. Uh, not the worst draft pick ever. He's going to come in, uh, fit a positional need, and. Uh, Good for the football team building up. I think they're going to have a chance to win their division again this year. So wouldn't be surprised if we see them in the playoffs. Yeah, it depends for that division, how Dak Prescott comes back. And one pick that surprised me, the next pick, pick 20. The Giants take Kadarius Tony, wide receiver from Florida. Kadarius Tony. Like, really good. Giants just didn't need to get a receiver in the first round. Yeah, there's no, like, I mean, that's not a position they need to fill. I guess yeah. they're they're kind of like, I guess, trying to give everything to Daniel Jones, and then if he still can't produce, then they know it's time to move on. But still, it's like, I don't know. Not the best. Yeah, interesting. Um I guess can't really hate given Daniel Jones' weapons. Uh, still feel again that there's lots of needs that they still need to address. I mean, whatever. Can't I'm, I'm Giants. Let the Giants do what they want to do. I guess go for them. Number twenty-one, Colts draft Quiddy Pay from Michigan. I really like this pick for the Colts. Uh, Quiddy Pay is a solid player. He's very raw. You know, he's a raw player. I. Wouldn't be surprised if it takes him a year, a year, or maybe even just like half a season to get his feet wet to understand how to play at the NFL level. But when he's going to get going, I feel like he's going to disrupt offenses and he's going to be a solid pickup. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not much more to it than that. Yeah, pretty much. And Titans take cornerback Caleb Farley, who fell. And I was actually surprised he kind of yeah, went no. to 22. But this is a true big cornerback. Uh, he, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna play. He's gonna look for interceptions. He's gonna play fast. Uh, he's gonna either be a top cornerback or he may end up being a, a bust. Like they took a real chance with him here. No one yeah. really knows how Caleb Farley is gonna fare in the NFL. 
but if he turns out to be 80% of what they believe he can be, uh, Titans are looking at a solid cornerback for the next few years to come. Yeah, I feel like it was a good pick, though. I agree. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really have any, like, obvious huge holes that they needed to fill, so take yeah. a chance on a potential really, really good player. Yep. And that 23, the Vikings select Christian Derrishaw, offensive tackle, which, uh, I mean, kind of shocked that they went this route, but uh, if the Vikings want to build a line, I mean, I didn't really think that was a weakness for them last year. What do you guys yeah. think? I, mean, I don't, know. I don't I mean, really know much about him, but yeah, it's it's like a it's a good pick, but not it's not flashy. I think a lot well, of fans yeah. expect flashy picks in the first round. You know, they want someone who's going to come in and make immediate impact. But uh, Christian's going to come in. I'm sure he'll do a fine job there at tackle. Uh, some fans might be disappointed, but hey, uh, offensive line is essential in the NFL, and can't complain when you get a good offensive tackle. Moving on at number 24, the Steelers make a huge reach and they take a running back in the first round. (laughs) (laughs) No, the uh, quickest pick is in in the draft. The Steelers draft Najee Harris from Alabama. Uh, I think this fills a need. They needed a running back. I mean, they let James Conner walk. Uh, Their run game has been poor. Awful. To be nice. To be nice. Call it poor. Yeah, it's been absolutely dog crap terrible uh, yeah. since Le'Veon Bell left. Let's keep it real. Le'Veon Bell was the last well, great running back they had. Connor had one. Connor had his first, like his first year. He, uh, he was a pro bowler, I think. Yeah, he was. And then, yeah, no, I know this. I mean, this was the worst kept secret in the draft. Like, if he was there, which he ended up being, like everyone knew the Steelers were going to take him. I mean, it's, it's a good pick. Najee Harris has a chance, I think. Kind of reminds me of Derrick Henry a little bit. Everyone says that, but he, I don't yeah. think he's a Derrick Henry type player, to me, honestly. Like, that's not I, don't see, him, I don't see him having like a 2,000 yard season getting like 200 yards a week, but. I mean, Steelers need to fix that offensive line. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, if, um, what's, I don't know. Oh, what's his name? Who? The, the D2 center dude. With huh? a weird name. Oh my god! No, it's the okay. We'll, we'll talk about that later. The one who's still if we available. Address... The guy still yeah. available today. Yeah, yeah, I, like I know when, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, like, yeah, if we get him, um, yeah, another tackle. It'll, it'll be better, but still not great. But yeah, see, the one time. thing about running game is uh, there's an old phrase that says, "All backs run the same when there's nowhere to run." So, gonna be sure. harder for Najee to get holes open with no offensive line. I mean. Look at running backs. Anytime a running back has struggled, it's because their own line's been poor. I mean, if we get... Because we have DeCastro and Dodson who are no. really good. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking of the other guy. Never mind. Yeah, and then depending on how Banner does and then if we get a couple more, it, it has potential to be at least average for this season, which I, is, is good enough, I guess. No, average is not good enough. You saw what the no, I mean, did to you last year. Don't forget. You allowed the Cleveland Browns to get their first playoff win. Never forget that. After 20 years of beating their You let them into the playoffs and then got killed. By How them. are you going to lose to the Browns in back-to-back weeks? You know what? 
Honestly, you should be ashamed of yourself as a franchise. No, I wasn't. You're going to go down in history as the team who let the Cleveland Browns come back Wait to up, relevancy. You know what? That's not a lie. When people think of Steelers, they're not going to think of, oh, it's six Super Bowls We're not the, or no. anything six like Super that. Bowls, oh, most no. pro Hall of Famers. It's no. always going to be like, nope, they lost to the Browns in the playoffs. Yes. Yes. Man, that's sad. We dominated no. this entire division for the last – 30 years. Well, I want to say not the, the, the Ravens. Ravens. Ravens were also always been the good. Bengals. Well, yeah, Ra- Ravens came in every every five years or whatever and made a really good push. They won the Super Bowl in terms of like in yeah yeah. They but won the same of, like, amount of Super Bowls in, since the two thousand since two thousand. They won the same amount of Super Bowls as you guys have. So yeah, can't really. I, I mean, titles, yeah, but what does that mean if you're losing the playoffs every year? Well, I'm sorry. This is coming from the uh, person who supports the franchise with the most Super Bowl losses. Okay, so? We're not so talking about, to me about we're losing not talk- in the playoffs. We're not, we're not, talking, about, talking, we're not talking about the Broncos right now. We, that was on All right, let's that move to 25. Nine. Let's move to 25. Jaguars take a running back in the first round, take which I don't game. like taking running backs a... in the first round. Running backs in the first okay. round, no bueno. And they had James no Robinson, bueno. who's a breakout player last year. Yeah, they could have took JOK. I think JOK would have been nasty with the Jaguars. But, hey, maybe Trevor Lawrence said, get my college teammate in here. It's a pair of, I mean, first James round running backs. And and yeah, you're talking about generational talents. These guys, not generational talents. Second round projections. See the difference? No one thinks Najee Harris is coming here and be God, Lord and Savior. Everyone knew Saquon's no. going to come in and be God, Lord and Savior. And Christian McCaffrey. And Christian McCaffrey. Good point. Yeah, obviously. But again, if it fills a need, that's why Jaguars made a bad pick. For Steelers, it filled an obvious yeah, need. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Then, yeah, didn't fill no point for, for them the to take a running back. Yeah, they did James Robinson dirty. Disrespect him. This yeah. is some Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay type stuff right here. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, Jaguars, I don't know what they did there. Um, I don't know. But the Browns, Greg Newsom, the second cornerback. I really like this pick for the Browns. Strengthening their secondary, he's going to pair well with Denzel Ward. Uh, Browns just improved on an already good team. They're going to be gelled up. The camaraderie's going to build up, and uh, wouldn't be surprised if they're competing for the division this year. Yeah, well, winning the division this year with the Browns, with the Steelers in third. Yeah, I I think it's going to be Ravens or Browns. I think it's going to be Ravens or Browns in first. And Steelers and Steelers will be out there depending on how much Ben plays. It'll be it could, a, it'll it could be end a up being a one. Be, be a it could be a one to two game difference. But I'm just saying the Steelers. Yeah, I, the Steelers could finish yeah, fourth. Probably Joe Burrow just goes off. No, the, no, no, I don't no, think. Shut the up, man. Get <laughs> how about this? How about this? If the Kane, what would you do if the Steelers finish fourth? Fourth. What bet could we make on that? Finish fourth. I, I, oh, um, I don't know. There's no, they're not going to finish fourth. We're not going to finish fourth. Same thing. That's what I'm saying. So, like, is oh, no, there a bet you'd like to me make? off how, how well the Browns say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to need that blurted out, please. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it makes me angry how uh, well the Browns have done in their rebuild. Because you got to give credit where credit's due. And, and you guys are about to start your rebuilds. Yeah, I know. That's the thing I don't really like. Because now they're probably going to be better than us for, what, three years until we come back. But then all their fans are going to, like, talk like they own us. But you know what? You are just kind of getting look. owned for the next 20 years. Who knows? You could become oh. the new Browns. You could become the new Browns. Imagine if, if that. Karma, if Karma has its way, that would be crazy, boys. Imagine you guys don't make it to the playoffs. Well, I mean, then the Patriots would Nine be the same years. thing, Bench. We'd be in, we'd be in yeah, the Yeah, Patriots for, and like, Steelers. Together. 
just like the Broncos were. We were we kicked our divisions for, since like 1980, and then look at us. We've been bad for five years. Yeah, well, I mean, the Broncos kind of always do that. They like – well, not always, but they like do really well and then they do bad for a couple of years and then do no, really well and then bad not, for a couple of years. Not, uh, I mean – In, we in were, recent years, in recent with years. The, with the – since uh, – I mean, we were good every year with Hellway other than the yeah. first couple seasons. We dominated – I guess you could say like the 2000s, like from like 2001 to about like 2009, I guess you could say, is where the Chargers really ran that division. And then I Chiefs would be – Chiefs would be okay here and there, only until like the past three years with the Chiefs running away with the division. And when I say running away, I mean they're kicking the crap out of every team. But uh, hey, um, only time will tell. Moving on, the Ravens, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver. Wow, can you believe it? They're giving Lamar some help. Never thought it would happen. Yeah, I was honestly uh shocked. Uh. I think they could have taken more. Would have been a better receiver, to be honest. But uh, I mean, at the end Kate of the day, shut it here. They need a they need a wide receiver. They need a wide receiver. Uh, filling positional need. Solid or no? That was a good pick by the Ravens. Saints. Peyton Turner, edge. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, Akeem yeah. Talib and Camp Jordan talking about it. He's a project player. He's going to need time to learn and get better. He's probably not going to make a huge impact, but he's going to have to learn. Uh, could end up being Cam Jordan's successor, possibly. Uh, that might be how they think about this pick. I still believe Cam Jordan's got a couple good years left in him, although he's getting up there in age. And Packers. Thank you, Packers, for trying to keep Aaron <laughs> Rodgers out of your team. They take cornerback Eric Stokes. Don't, they just don't want to help him at all. No, I mean, I mean, they're corner. They do need a cornerback, though. I mean, keep it real. Look what happened to Desmond King in the playoffs last year. If oh, they yeah. had any competent I mean, cornerback, they may have won. We can say like they they're not trying to help them at all, but their offense last year was so filthy. Like they didn't really need any. I don't know. Yeah, but they yeah. didn't really need to fill. But they, I think they needed another. I think they needed another receiver because it's kind of Devonte Adams show. The other receivers aren't the best. Marquez Valdez Gantling can't be your number two option. Expect to I win feel like the same Brown. I feel like if the Ravens didn't take Bateman, they might have taken. I mean, look at look at the Super Bowl champs the past couple of years. All of them have had deadly receiver combinations, True. with the exception of the Patriots. I mean, they're they're their typical Walmart cashiers, but still, deadly receiver combinations win Super Bowls. Number thirty. Bills, Gregory Rousseau, Edge. I love this pick. I love this pick a lot. Uh, Gregory Rousseau opted out this year. Uh, and I mean, it really affected his draft stock. A lot of people had him grading super high and thought he would go more like top 15-ish. But uh, he fell to the Bills, and I believe it's a great situation. Uh, he's going to come in and be a starter, and the Bills are going to look filthy as well. Probably going to win the division again this year. Trend here, boys. Oh, that was that I thought that means anything, but yeah. nice. It was raining here, so I just thought I would. Oh, see, I want to move to a place where it can rain a lot. I love the rain. Yeah, go so. to Seattle then. Yeah, I want to get a house in Washington. All right, uh, thirty-one Ravens after trading to the best team in the AFC, making them even better. Oh, I hate you, Ravens. They take Jason Owa, a edge from Penn State. This guy again, another uh. Raw talent. He's gonna take time to 
build up before he can be his true self. But uh, I like it. Ravens know how to develop players, so I think they'll do a fine job with him. Yeah, I don't think it was awful pick, but probably could have gone O line after trading away. Well, they didn't really need O line. That was the problem. That's the why they had two left tackles. Oh yeah, Villanova is going to play the right tackle. Oh yeah, he sucks so bad. Yeah, you're only saying that because he left you. I know you loved him. You loved him, that yes. military veteran. Uh, no, I, I really did. But You remember when he scored a touchdown against the Broncos. Year. You remember last that. Year. You remember. I of course I did. But do you last remember year, Shelby yeah. Harris picking off Big Ben in the end zone to win the game? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, number 32, Buccaneers. Joe Tyron Edge from Washington. I was kind of surprised. This was an interesting pick. I mean, I guess they're going to try to coach him up to be – Behind Jason Pierre-Paul when he eventually retires soon. Yeah, uh, not a yeah. starter, but again, they don't need a starter. They they brought back all their starters on offensive yeah, defense, yeah. which is insane. Yeah, Buccaneers are going to be amazing again this year. So yeah, uh, see that's out. the thing. During the regular season, I didn't think they were amazing. I was no, like, okay, because they were Brady. gelling. They were gel. They were still getting to know each other. And then, no off season, yeah. And then did you see Brady? Yeah, I mean, Brady said enough. after a game, he goes, "We're not winning, losing any more games this season." And then they went on like a no, nine game one yeah. streak. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's Brady. Brady's sure. insane. Greatest quarterback of all time. Crazy. Still kisses kids though. So. Yeah, but yeah, bit. yeah, interesting. All right, boys. Well, that wraps up our draft recap. Now let's talk about our the rest day two of the draft later today. Notable players still on the board. Uh, that running back from what's it called from Carolina? Javante Williams. Javante Williams. 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 going to be a good player. So. Uh, Jok, which Elijah shocks Moore, me. Rondell Moore. Moore. Thank you. Keep listening them off. I, I just hope the Patriots to get Elijah Moore or Rondell Moore. Anymore. Yeah, just, anymore? Just one of those two mores. Yeah, uh, definitely. Mm, it's interesting uh, day what are, two. what are you hoping for? CJ? I really want JOK or Jabril Cox. I don't think – there's no way JOK is. Well, we picked nine, though, so I'm saying. Yeah, so. it's, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. If not, I'd Jabril Cox. I'd love some Cox. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> okay. What about you, Joe? What do the what do you what do they want the Steelers to have? Uh again, the the center. Uh Maners or Mana Quinta. Oh, you're the the D three center that Yeah. Get, the one get, you like getting all that attention. Right yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, who was uh, that? Think... Was it Barrymore? The defense tackle still available? No. Rashad. Um. Oh, I wish I had my my notebook here. But yeah, there was another defense tackle that was really good that was available. But yeah, lots of players still available. As the Raiders said on their Twitter, lots of day one talent still available in the round two. Yep, or round two talent taking round one. Let's go Raiders. <laughs> Let's go Raiders. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll. It's good to be back. First of all. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. It was nice to be back here, and uh, we'll talk to you all and see you all next time.